Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love this song. I know. That's Freedom Pharrell Williams, everybody. Socially conscious and infectious, that song is. And of course, he wrote it. It's it's, it's a excellent. good. It's a he great. He sold it to a lot of commercials, but it's yes. still a great. Yes, it is a great uh, song. Okay, so this story just made me so happy. So over the weekend, people were just like wondering, who is the sign language oh. interpreter who's been helping <laughs> uh, the governor and anyone else who comes up to the podium deliver messages to the deaf community through sign language because she's just everything. She's so amazing. Well, she, her story has been highlighted all around the world and starting with, uh, across the pond. Um, he, her name is Nick Zapko and, um, she is being praised for her expressive, oh, right? You guys unbelievably Holly, have you enjoyed expressive. her delivery. Yes. Yes. Yes, yeah. it's so. And every time Governor Wells or our our we, Minnesota officials are speaking, she's wonderful. She's wonderful, and we also have you know we you might have wondered who she was even during the pandemic because she has been yes you know since that she's Governor Wells's uh, um, person. So people have just been going to Twitter and Facebook to share their love with her, with many agreeing that she is a bright spot in the darkness and. Uh, um, she, uh, let's see. Oh, I just love Laurie, it. You got to tweet that, Laurie. Yeah, I will. What are they saying? Um, generally, the um, people are just like, she's the best part of the press conferences. Um, does anyone else paying attention to the fact that she steals the show every every night? <laughs> Her gun fingers and facial expressions are everything. They're everything. And I, I believe that she herself is deaf and... Um, Anyway, she's, yeah, she's, we've known her because of the coronavirus pandemic, yes. those, those briefings. And um, anyway, just, just the people love her. She, a lot of people have the talked most about popular her. Person yeah, and, in and Minnesota she's very right expressive. And, and I was telling you this, I think both of you guys last week that we'd heard from um, some people who are deaf or hard of hearing and with the masks that are required during the COVID crisis, mm-hmm. They can't understand people, right? And they can't communicate. And then she's just infectious. She, she is, and, and it was just—it was nice to see that. And it's—it's—it's it's, it's a lovely, beautiful expression. I mean, sign language is. Yeah, Nick, she's just everything. So anyway, she's people are loving her and can't get enough of her. I now, would I would agree on that one. I would totally agree. Now, Julia, if yes. if you're looking for a new boyfriend and willing to move to Chicago, you know John Cusack is single. And he lives in Chicago. And I just want you to know that, like... Isn't he crabby sometimes? Or well, is he okay? I don't think so. I all think right. uh, he, he's, he's... I'm not going to move to Chicago. All I'm right. just going to cut the chase right there. But I'm willing, you to know... To hear about him? I am. Okay, so he's protesting for Black Lives Matter and against police brutality after the police clean, killing of George Floyd. And he protested last night in Chicago, where he's from and where he lives. And he showed us that even... 
you know, somebody who is a movie star is not immune from getting crap from the police. And the way this year has been going, maybe the headline John Cusick attacked by the police while protesting isn't even the strangest thing you'll ever hear this year. (laughs) So the Hollywood Reporter is reporting that in the video, which was posted just after midnight, you know, this morning, John was on his bike, bicycle, and filming in various Chicago neighborhoods, giving his followers an insider's view in real time. Then out of nowhere, while capturing a burning car, a group of off-camera cops come screaming into the frame, smacking him, smacking the bikes. And then he gives a whole play-by-play reporting of what is going on. He keeps filming. Oh, he does. Okay. Yeah. And during John's night of cruising, and it's not that kind of cruising, Yeah, he... um. He said uh, he just was giving kind of just little reports at, you know, 730 and at four o'clock. And um, anyway, just he just wanted to get out in his city and just kind of give people. But, yeah, he 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 got caught up in it. And Jamie Foxx, you know, and Nick Cannon were here yes, yesterday. Were. And were they they must have been here all weekend then because I thought they were here Friday as well. Yeah. 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 And he is. uh he was in San Francisco today, and he said um, he called on his Hollywood friends to do more than just tweet. Yeah. He said to my Hollywood friends, get out here. You have to get out here. You can't sit back. You can't just tweet. You can't just text. You need to get out. Um, he was giving an interview to the L.A. Times. So many are, of them are texting, saying, Fox, can you tell them to stop doing this? Fox, can you tell them to stop doing that? You tell them. You come out. And um, I know uh, Shaletta, uh, our buddy Shaletta Brundage, mm-hmm. she uh, had tweeted um, about Jamie Fox and, and um, what's his name, Nick Cannon yep. being here. She just said, you know, it meant so much meant so much to my boys just to see somebody saying it being there and it was just really incredible so and when we talked to stephanie and blake earlier i talked to the them last night about their experience they were on the 35w bridge and they were all sitting down waiting for the mayor of minneapolis um to come talk and it in this peaceful protest and how people from different generations from different colors from different sizes from different communities everyone was together united and how beautiful and powerful that experience has been i'm sad i wasn't part of that yesterday because i think that would have been real me i you know i was out of town this week i've been part of it but i bet that's something with protesting i remember you when you were in women's march and some of the different walks and just about being with your citizens and standing up for what is right yeah yeah, well, I know it's we we we've got to have history stop repeating itself. Um, uh, it's it's just too much. Um, and just kind of some other um, news. Uh, Catherine Heigl, um, you know we Ooh. don't. We, I know Catherine. I, we I loved her in bridesmaid dresses or whatever twenty one dresses, and we loved her as Lizzie on Grey's Anatomy and Wait, Danny. No, you're going back. I'm going way back yeah. before she said the stupid thing about you know getting pregnant by Seth. She, she and she pissed off Shonda Rhimes. That's right. Okay. She didn't want the Emmy because she didn't like her storyline. Yeah, and then she said the whole thing about the knocked up movie that she made. Yes, it, that was and it. She didn't like it. And, oh, but seriously. Yeah. Yeah, well, she, my heart. Won the Emmy. Don't nominate me. 
Well, I do feel for her because um, on Instagram last night she shared um, what a hard time she was having. And she shared photos of uh, her three children. And mm-hmm. one of her daughters is, is, is a black girl. And she writes, um, and one... I think it's Korean or Chinese. And she writes, I can't sleep. And when I do, I wake with a single thought in my head. How will I tell Adelaide? Adelaide? Mm-hmm. How do you say that name? Adelaide? Adelaide. How will I explain the unexplainable? How can I protect her? She's eight. How can I break a piece of her beautiful divine spirit to do so? I can't sleep. I lay in my bed in the dark and weep for every mother of a beautiful divine black child who has to distinguish extinguish a piece of their beloved baby spirit to try to keep them alive in a country that has too many sleeping soundly. Now I weep because what should have been changed by now, by then, forever ago, still is. Fear that there's nothing I can do. Then I look at my daughters, my sister, my nephews, niece, George Floyd, Ahmaud Aubrey, Breonna Taylor, the hundred, thousands, millions, more we haven't heard about. I look... And the fear turns to something else. The sorrow warms, then bursts into flames of rage. So, um, why is she being taken task for? No, she's not being taken task. She's not being taken to task for that. Um, Those are real, legitimate, scary feelings as a parent. So, yeah. Anyway, I just thought, well, Catherine. That's you know, that's a good thing to share because many people can will forget about. All your other kind of complaining that you've done. Yes. And now you're going in the right direction. You agree, Holly? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, yeah. Someone just said uh, she's not deaf. She wouldn't know what to sign if she could. No, I know that she's not deaf. I was talking about our our deaf community. Oh, yeah. No, Nick. Oh. But I do think the Daily Mail did report that she was deaf. Oh. (laughs) That that Governor Wall, but I would be like, how could she... Oh, I didn't Sign. even catch that, Lori, when you if you said that. That's funny. But I swear that's what they're saying. That well then I, that, that can't be it true. Can't be because true. that doesn't even make any sense. Unless she's reading of a close captioning and that's the delayed reaction. Yeah, they're saying that Nick Zapka, uh, who helps Governor Walls deliver messages to the deaf community through American Sign Language. The Daily Mail says she is deaf. Is she? I don't know. I mean, the Daily Mail isn't always right, but they do have right all the tweets that um, people have tweeted about her because if anyone is kind of becoming a social media superstar, it's that people are well, let's... living for her expressive delivery. Right. During the press conferences. Now, that would be conferences. irony if she is, but that's cool. I wonder what's right. We got we to gotta figure that one out. Yeah, I don't know either. But uh, so anyway, that's that's her name, Nick Zapko. She's been working with the hearing interpreter who sits in the front row at press conferences and signs to her. Okay, all right. That is Zapko. Then relays the message in American Sign Language on stage. Here's from a wow. local news report that okay. she is deaf. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. So someone is sitting in front of her signing. Wow. And then she signs. That's amazing. That's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, I'll just, you know, 
Shannon, you, you, we, we all know different because she was just like on Twitter, you girls, what's wrong with you? How could she do it? But that's how it's done. That is to me. And according to reports, there's a growing movement in the field to have deaf interpreters in the forefront and being the public face and then having hearing interpreters play a secondary role that's in cool. helping of the interpretation. And it's just a delayed, and I, I was thinking they read off closed captioning and do it, but wow. Yeah. So there you go. Just so Governor you know. Walls is so cool. Yeah. I'm just going to say, I just. I think he's he's been, you know, and he even addressed that today in one, or yesterday, one of the press conferences. I mean, I've just watched all of them, I feel he like. T- he takes ownership. His uh, being a teacher. Yeah. And Boy. a coach. Yeah. It's really stood him in good um prepped him. Yeah. He's a good leader. Yeah. And he and he knows how to be I and, and even when you know, like I, I think of like, you know, the the reporters and you know, asking the questions and they've asked tough things and they're like, you know, what do you say about the criticisms about this and that? And he, he, he even says, asked, I- even he's like, yeah, it is my responsibility. I, I take mean, it. I, yeah, I like his ownership. I own it. He kept saying that. I was just like, oh, gosh, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Also, here's just some other, uh, if you know who, if you follow the world of fashion, celebrity stylist La Roach, which I have always just loved um, his name. He calls himself an image architect. He styles like uh, Zendaya, Carrie Washington, Tiffany Haddish, Ariana Grande, and um, he is uh, he, on Instagram today. He announced if you're a black business that's been destroyed and you're not insured, because that is something that's uh, they're finding out that insurance can be. Um, well, it's expensive. Cla- no, but there oh. can be clauses that oh, riots really? aren't covering. OK, that that's like a act of God or like it's like, what the hell is the point of insurance? You know, so, right. So anyway, if you're a black business, that song is called We Are Rising. It's by uh, Taina Asili, and she is a New York based Puerto Rican singer. And uh, um, I don't know, Shadow Proof, that's a music site. They said uh, that this We Are Rising was uh, off of her album Resiliency, which was one of the best protests. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Protest albums of 2019. And that song is uh, con- written in connection with One Billion Rising, a mass action movement dedicated to ending violence against women. And it's a pretty cool uh, video, but it also um, 
the lyrics, you know, rally against violence against all women, the climate crisis, racism, and corporate greed. And it's uh, it's really a, a great song. It's kind of weird out some of the, or not weird, but some of the protest songs, like we listened to Baltimore by Prince right. and Freedom, there's an upbeatness to the music mm-hmm. that is in contrast to the lyrics. Yes. Yeah. So... Anyway, so that's called uh, We Are Rising. Now, my boyfriend, Jughead, Cole Sprouse. Was, What's he doing? Like, he was arrested while taking part in peaceful protests. Okay. Uh, uh, he was in Santa Monica. Oh. Yesterday, he was one of numerous people, of course, protesting nationwide following the death of George Floyd. And uh, he revealed he was uh, arrested while peacefully protesting and Sharing his experience on Instagram today, he said a group of peaceful protesters, myself included, were arrested. So before the voracious horde of sensationalism decides to somehow turn it into me, there's a clear need to speak about the circumstances. Black Lives Matter, peace riots, looting. Um, the media is um, going to show the most sensational and sometimes they make it be about the people. And he was stand- detained. They obviously planned on, um, they were given the option to leave. Uh-huh. And then told, if you don't, you'll be arrested. And people do plan. And he said, well, many left. We just, uh, we just, we we didn't. And uh, anyway, he just wanted people, people to know that about All right. what was happening. And um, he doesn't want it just to be about him, but... It was, uh, he wants people to keep the focus on what it's on, but he knew that would get out there. All right. And then Kim Kardashian has uh, offered to pay the medical bills of a protester who was left uh, disfigured after being shot with a rubber bullet by police. Oh, wow. This woman had gone on social media to show what had happened. And um, so anyway, she's just like, asking does anyone know who she is and i will uh take care of her because part of her she was shot point blank and part of her forehead oh so she'll need some plastic surgery so that's what kim is uh doing just trying to reach out and i'm sure out of her 172 million people somebody will know this uh young lady but um anyway yeah i mean that that's that there's that that was happening to people, you know, getting yes, out there. it was. We saw it here, we saw it everywhere. Yeah, we um, did. we did anyway. Um, what else do we know? Well, oh, Spike Lee, did you guys maybe yes. we can post this tomorrow? Holly, the, the film he's released a short film yeah. about George Floyd's death, which aired on CNN. It's called Three Brothers. And um, it details the death of George Floyd and Eric Garner and ties them to Radio Rahim, a character in Spike Lee's movie, Do the Right Thing. Mm -hmm. And like, will history stop repeating itself? The question flashes across the screen during the opening of the movie. It's. Yeah, pretty Mm -hmm. good. Pretty Mm -hmm. good. Now, do Mm -hmm. you remember if you were paying attention Musical class. Do you remember what (laughs) protest song I said was in Do the Right Thing? Well, there are many. I know, but it was at the beginning. I love that you're (laughs) going to take notes. Wait, you said that's at the beginning of the show. I did. You did. I did. Okay. And can I remember it? That'll be really... 
Okay. Come on, kids. All right. It's something it's that we beginning. know. It's at the beginning. It's the 32nd cover of the song played on a solo saxophone by Branford Marcellus. You the talked to us line. about him. He it, right was, it was the song by um, the brother, brother. No, it's not that one. It's the Lift Every Voice and Sing, the Black National oh, Anthem. Oh, there we, that we go. Because you told Beyonce. us Beyonce played and he. All right. It was just a musical quiz for you guys. Seeing if you're paying attention. Um, and, you know, I'll go back to another song that we played two days in a row, Friday and Monday. I'll mm-hmm. take you there by the Staple Singers. And um, do you guys know what female rap group, two people, I'll give you a hint, okay. sampled, I'll take you, take you there in their huge 1991 hit song. Female rap group? Mm-hmm. Okay, female. Well, would it be Salt and Pepper? That's yeah. right. I was going to say Salt and Pepper, well, but wasn't, song? wasn't Let's talk Pepper about Boy? Oh. Salt and Pepper? Are those two women? I, Lori, I never knew that. Julia. Julia. I know, because I was going to say <laughs> I, Salt and Pepper's the only one I wish I had that. a rubber bullet to throw <laughs> over the ledge worry. at you. Don't worry. Salt and Pepper are uh, two late I, women. We yeah, play them we every Monday. Yeah, every Monday. Let's talk about sex, baby. Oh, I know the songs. I know the music. Does those sound like men to you? Oh, stop. <laughs> I Do they? <laughs> I had a Q-tip in my brain earlier today. That's what's happening. <laughs> that is what's going on over here. Oh, yeah. Julia had a COVID test. I had a COVID test, test today. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. And how far back does the Q-tip go? Well, it back it into your throat. Up. I paid for it because mm-hmm. I don't have any symptoms. But I thought if I'm going out of town, I want to make sure I'm mm-hmm. not traveling and mm-hmm. on a plane. Um, it's a it's a tickler. It's a high reach. Yeah, it's a place you won't want to put a Q-tip on your own. You've discovered what I discovered when I ate a cherry pie through my nose. Well, I've just it's all connected. It is, but I've discovered discovered this when you do a neti pot and you put it in one nostril and it goes it's up and around, it comes out the other one. I feel like this one higher. It's not bad though. I mean, yeah. it's, and it's worthwhile. And there's new places that you can get 24 hours notice. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So that's I'm having Q-tip brain. Okay. That's <laughs> can, I use that? can I use that? Yes. Google, please? You can use that. You can use that. We'll Indeed. cut you some slack all today. Right. Indeed. All right. We'll be back. Sean Black Rage was uh, inspired by the you know chaos in Ferguson, um, Missouri after the fatal shooting of Michael Brown, and she basically you know redid you know my favorite things from The Sound of Music into right. a really powerful song. It Ari- is a powerful song. We're being joined by um, Paul Folgers from Channel Five News. Hi, you got to lift. I up always the mic. love how you call him Paul Folgers. I know it's Folgers. Like he's Folgers Coffee. I know. Coffee. Yeah, don't you wish you were related to the Folger coffee? I know, I know. I would just Folger. I'd be uh, on the veranda having some coffee right now. Yeah, you think so? KSTV yeah, Channel maybe. Five Eyewitness News anchor, and uh, you just look. Oh, I love this tie and shirt and suit oh, combination. Thank you. It's so good. I appreciate that very much. All right. I appreciate that very How much. How are you We've, holding up? Uh, I'm I'm good. You know, I mean, it's been a busy week uh, here in the Twin Cities. And it, it's been hard for everybody. You didn't have the but, weekend off, did you? No, no, no. no, no. You we, guys worked we into worked late nights. Yeah, I mean, there I... were long. There were long nights. Um, Saturday night, 
turned into Sunday, you know, mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. I think I left it. Well, six. because a lot of the programming is just, you know, you just got it. We've kept the news on and yeah. people have wanted to know, to know what's going on. I don't think it's you guys are getting right complaints. Now. No, 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 we're not. And it's very important for people to know what's going on. I mean, right now there is a peaceful protest going on over at the governor's mansion. You know, oh, that's nice. and there's a couple thousand people right there. We've got chopper five over that. Um, the, the group there is calling for three, the three other officers to be charged in connection with the death of George Floyd. So we've seen so many peaceful protests. And then, uh, then we've seen the violence that seems to happen late at night, but thank goodness it does seem to appear that our guard is getting, they've gotten things under control Mm -hmm. and things Mm -hmm. seem to be calming down uh, just a little bit, especially at night. And people are staying off the streets. Those curfews, Mm -hmm. Uh, seem to have helped. And by the way, we've got two more nights of curfews. Right. They start at 10 o'clock tonight instead of uh, 8 o'clock. Like and then usual. what time in the morning? They will go till 4. 4 I think they probably realize, you know, a lot of people have, a lot of people go to work at 4.30. So. Jason didn't have to start work today at like 5.30. <laughs> he got to wait till 7. Those guys, get, they, they, they couldn't could get sleep in. in. Yeah. No, they yeah. couldn't yeah. get into work. Yeah. Right. So it's really early, you know, mm-hmm. when you do some of those things. So, and the guard's still going to be here. I think, I think we just heard... As many as 7,000 are here. The number was Mm 4,000, but now as many as 7,000 are here. They're still going to be in place tonight, Mm -hmm. so you're still going to see them. Uh, But soon, you know, our our Minnesota National Guard members are regular folk. Mm -hmm. They have jobs and do other things, so they're going to begin to uh, back down from that a little bit and start demobilization, I think is the proper word, Yeah, and begin to go home and get back to their lives. But, of course, they're always on standby and will be on standby. One of the reasons that they're around is we saw the response yesterday when we had that peaceful protest going on over on the 35W Bridge. Mm-hmm. And then we saw that 18-wheeler truck just start barreling down towards those people, which now um, the governor has said that this all appears to be you know, an unintentional accident. This mm-hmm. driver was driving along there, came upon the people, and, and just kind of panicked. How about the protesters protecting them? Oh, they did protect oh, him. him. I yeah. mean, that to I me. I was worried about him because people didn't know what he was there for. Right. Everyone right. assumed bad intent because right. we're all well, on the, high alert. And the image of an oil tanker going out on a bridge with all these people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Plowing so, through. Because so you're like, did they go through the barricade? Yes. Yeah. But there was, the barricade wasn't up. And Yeah, I'm sure so many people have seen. But yeah, what what happened? He stopped. And of course, people just descended on this truck and I guess grabbed him and pulled him out. But there were people. You're right. You're right. They, they just protected him. Which I, is really cool. I, yeah. I saw that in other yeah. places. Uh, there was a, I don't know what city it was, but there was a police officer who was separated from the rest of the police officers and a group of protesters formed a human barricade to protect him yeah. so that no, you know, there couldn't be any harm, you know. So I do think that people, you know, the community leaders, the mm-hmm. pro, the organizers, that they are getting the word out about, listen, we want to go about this um, so that the message doesn't get lost. Get lost. Right, Laura. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I do. I think that the message is, is getting out there. In fact, um, George Floyd's brother is was here today at the site uh, where his brother was taken into custody there. And he said, you know, things have got to be peaceful. We've got to move forward with peace. I mean, all of this stuff is is very important. Um, some housekeeping types thing type things for you guys. Um, Target says thirty three of its Minnesota stores going to remain closed until further notice. Thirty three. Thirty three. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. And, and this is after the that looting that we saw over there by the third precinct mm-hmm. in South Minneapolis last week. 
and uh, where they kind of stormed that East Lake store right there at 55 and East mm-hmm. Lake. You can see that, you know, if you're going up 55, you see that Target and mm-hmm. Cub down over there. So, and the one downtown is all boarded up. I, I've seen that, and I'm not sure about some of the suburban targets, but 33, so that's a lot in our area. Yeah, yeah, that is. Down. Yeah. Because so. where are people aiming for, for groceries? And diapers and, diapers and, and supplies. And, and there are a lot of drives going on in local communities. Oh, yes. And I, those lists are on your website. They and are. on our website. I and, love seeing that where people are helping out. In fact, we just had a, a, a story about the Seward Co-op because some of these protests and things and, and just some of the effect uh, have affected these areas like over the Seward Co-op, that whole neighborhood. They're closed mm-hmm. and so many people rely on on sword co-op for food and so people are over there helping out and bringing things and that is so heartwarming to see that because so many people say well what can i do to help Mm -hmm. take a bag of groceries over there yeah you're right they're over at kstp.com some of the some of the places that you can find good yeah so, All right. You have anything else for us, or should we just tune in at at uh, six o'clock? Yeah, we'll be out? we'll be there at six o'clock and uh, all the way to seven, and uh, we will show you what's going on right now. Of course, we're we're still on that protest that's going on over there. And oh, by the way, we have this one story um, that Jessica Miles is doing. She talked to a lady behind that truck driver. She was in the car behind him. So it'll be very interesting to hear what she has to say. Because about I, seeing there what were happened. other cars behind it because of how they ended up closing it. That's right. Suddenly they closed them mm-hmm. earlier yes. so they didn't have the interconnections between the freeways blocked. That's right. What This particular spot, apparently MnDOT had not closed that particular spot right, right at the moment. So they mm-hmm. hadn't gotten to that one yet. So that's kind of how this led to all kinds of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you, Paul. Thank Gloria, you, Julia. See you Thanks later. Thanks for everything you're doing. We yeah, really absolutely. appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. You're very kind. It's, it's important and meaningful. And, you know, and I'm just on the KSTP Channel 5 um, website right now, and the U.S. attorney says the Illinois man charged with traveling to Minnesota bringing explosives to riots has been charged. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, he traveled to Minnesota to riot. He has been charged with civil disorder, carrying a riot in possession of unregistered destructive devices. Um, the criminal c- complaint states that he posted on his Facebook account saying he planned to go to the Twin Cities as the protests were going on following the death of George Floyd. The complaint says cell phone video posted to his Facebook account on May 29th show him passing out explosive devices oh to others and encouraging them to throw them at law officers. In the video, he was saying, uh, they got SWAT trucks up there. I've got, whatever, but yeah, I've got, yeah, we'll throw them back. You know, I've got more. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's nice that he's been arrested. Yeah, and that's good. Yeah. That's nice. He's well, I don't know that. what to say. I just want to say bleep you to all the bleepers out there right now. But you can't really say can't that, Lori. say that. The um, language. Uh, by the way, Brian um, let us know that when we were talking about Nick Zapko, the in, the sign language interpreter for Governor Walls, whom we've met in the pandemic, but really have grown to love um, because of, uh, you know, she's just so amazing to watch sign. And we learned that she is deaf and she signs from somebody signing to her. And Holly, how did you explain it with her the language? language. Sign language is her first language? Yeah, so sign language would be her primary language, right? So when you're of hearing and you learn American Sign Language, that's going to be a secondary language to you. It's not going to be your native language. And so what they're trying to do is have 
Nick be up there as a native ASL speaker. She's interpreting what the hearing interpreter is interpreting. So that way, uh, for the deaf community, they can get the interpretation from somebody who has ASL as their primary language. That's amazing to me. Yeah, you know, because it felt like it was a little delayed. So it's that's just amazing. I'm sorry, Holly. Oh, no, I was just going to say, because we had a friend of Nick's call during the break and she was explaining how that works and that this is something that's actively being uh, done in the deaf community and that they're working towards having more interpretations in this way. Well, Brian, let us know that David Cowan, uh, who is the... Uh, interpreter for the governor of Georgia is also deaf, and that's how they do it in that state. Oh, so yeah, so that is that is just something that you guys that's really cool. No, right. and I think it's shocking to a lot of people, yeah, because how could just, they be deaf, you know, because this it not even thinking, oh, yeah. there's somebody in front of them, okay, mm-hmm. uh, it's just so melodic with the fingers. Oh, I'm I, it's amazing. It's amazing because all I ever learned for signing was Mm. when I read um, The Miracle Worker, the Helen Keller. You remember when you were a kid, whatever grade that is, and you would learn, Mm -hmm. you learned a few signs. We taught it at Highland Park Senior at our school. They had a theater for the deaf. And Mm -hmm. so I learned I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can sign that. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I used to be able to. I know gone and rain. I knew it for quite a while. Okay. But there was, and a friend of mine's little sister was hard of hearing, so she did sign language. And more milk, please, my kids always would do. Rub your chest. More milk, please. (laughs) All right, listen, we'll be right back. Is Better Days, Victoria Monet uh, featuring Ariana Grande. Boy, does she get featured in a lot of songs. Yeah, she was protesting yesterday. Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, this song was written um, following the deaths of Elton Sterling and Philando Castile. And it's called Better Days. And um, anyway, so it's just, I think it's, it's, it's a beautiful song and, you know, written whatever, four years ago. Right, it's beautiful. Yeah, still the same same troubles are happening. Um, Midtown Manhattan, uh, you know, they had um, some real destructive stuff happen uh, in, in New York yesterday. So mm-hmm. now Midtown Manhattan, it happened in Soho yesterday. Kind of like what happened here. You weren't expecting it to get that way. Right. And... So anyway, now Midtown is boarding up They're, the mm-hmm. businesses and everything. Okay. And you, you know, we, I don't know if you paid any attention yeah. or saw what was happening in, in, yep. in California, but, um, so it is just like, everybody is just like, really, they, they've had it. You're right. People um, have had it. We have a, a listener, um, Tanya, who sent us, um, an email last Friday talking about the talk, and and I'm just going to read it again. She appreciates our work and how we keep it real. If you choose to discuss what can be done to reduce and eliminate the atrocities as witnessed once again in the case of George Floyd, have the talk with your children. Just as parents of children of color are obligated to have the talk with their children on how to survive interactions with the police, white parents, especially mothers, especially mothers need to be equally obligated to have the talk with their children, how to interact and grow with an awareness of what justice, equality, and fairness is. Not to only affect justice, equality, and fairness, but to save the very lives of others and to save humanity. And she sent that to us last Friday, and I said, Aww. you're so smart. Thank you so much for that. And she sent something back 
today and she just said she can't tell us how much she appreciates our show and what my talk 1071 has done all day today talking about what needs to be talked about in our community to help a healing and help an understanding and give us a better understanding of right. what our black community and our um, brown community and indigenous community go through she says to help provide a foundational understanding of the african-american experience please check out the book post-traumatic slave syndrome it's by dr joy degoy it's comprehensive and so helpful to all who want to enlight- enlighten themselves and to erase systematic racism there's also a video lecture mm-hmm. as an overview that we could find on live, but it's called post-traumatic slave sy- syndrome. And I've been seeing a lot of different posting on just how uneducated we are in this area. While we thought Minnesota nice was this great state oh, and everything, but I, there's another study about how the gaps in the Minnesota disparity in Minnesota has got to be one of the worst. In We're the number five, but mm. followed only by Wisconsin, Iowa, North Dakota, South Dakota, pretty much us and um, our mm. area. And just how black Americans face more obstacles in Minnesota than any other states, you know, besides our little Midwest states. So there's a lot of learning to do. And so I think I, there's an opportunity. And I think that's what Akua was talking with us about earlier. Yeah. Is you need to read. You need to be curious. You need to find out more about what you can do. One of my favorite tweets I saw this weekend was from somebody who said, uh, only Prince knew the revolution was going to start in <laughs> Minnesota. That's a good one. It was a good and one. And it can start here. Yeah. Well, it, ha- it, did, it did start, start here, here Julia. but we need to follow through. Okay. So uh, this is from uh, our friend Sue at Chapter Two Books. She uh, just wanted to just remind people about um, seriously stop buying from Amazon. Oh, people! And I've had this conversation with so many people. Your local businesses, and she knows that we are always on that. And um, but like you know, even you know, like the global Midtown Market. There's oh. a lot of amazing. Uh, stores that are here and just go out of your way to to shop these uh, diverse businesses. Or call them or they have websites locally, but just try harder. Yes. I've had this, I've had the bad boy conversation with Casey. Now, I did cut him slack when he ordered the seven-foot T-Rex costume. Oh, did he get it? Which he ordered, um, he saw, we were watching. I kind of bugged him about it a few days yeah, yeah, we saw it together. We saw, but he and I were watching um, Good Morning America, I think, like last Thursday morning. And they had their like spotlight in a little video of the day. And it was a lady in a pink inflatable unicorn uh, costume that, you know, blows up like with a fan or I don't know how it gets all puffy. But anyway, she was able to see her grandchildren and they were able to run up and grab her and hug her. And I did confess to Casey I don't know where you would get that locally, so you can go ahead and go on Amazon and oh, you did let them. buy the T-Rex so that you can hug your grandchildren. He's like, I'm not buying that thing. And then he saw the GMA thing, and he saw how excited the kids were. Oh, my gosh. And uh, we were just laughing. He's like, this damn thing is $58. I'm like, what are you spending your money on? Make right. a donation and buy the T-Rex. <laughs> 
That's going to be. So I will get a video right. whenever it is that we get that because that was another thing. You know, there are some places where mail is disrupted or mail isn't even happening. How about seeing the mail out, mail all over the place? Yes. Okay, yes. Um, so anyway, um, I will take a video of Casey in the T-Rex whenever we have that. And he's like, how am I going to blow it up? And I said, you're going to get out of the car like a block before the house. And just walk. Okay. <laughs> Okay, because that's just going to be funny, Lori. Yeah, let's see. That's going to be funny. Yeah, well, I think the kids will will enjoy it. And I Mm -hmm. think Casey will like it, too, because he can only do so many uh, super soaker fights and water balloons. Although tomorrow would be a good day. It sounds like we're in for some hot weather. It's going to be hot. Yeah, hot and hot and sweaty. So anyway, and I know that patios open today for yeah, dining. Did. If you if their business didn't get destroyed or anything, so I know people I, are open and doing that. You got to make a reservation because you don't know. Yeah, you don't know how many people. Stillwater are there. was. I drove down through Stillwater um, yesterday. Wow, booming. People yeah. are out. Wisconsin, you can't even tell there's a COVID. Well, I can't even tell you. The mayor of Hudson asked they they were he was worried on uh, I think Saturday night and oh, he asked, asked for the national asked for guard. the national yeah. guard to ask for help. They weren't sure what was what was going to happen over there because there aren't any guidelines. No, nope. with anything, it's just it's just all open. So that is happening, yeah. and uh, I hope people have a good night tonight and they have stay safe, stay safe, and get home by ten o'clock. I was wondering if it was going to be an 8 o'clock curfew or not, because let's just say that maybe I'm going across town oh. for something mm-hmm. to do with scissors. Lori's oh, got well. in. She's got an appointment. <laughs> You've got an appointment. So just reminding everyone yeah. that there is a curfew in effect today from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. in the cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul, mm-hmm. and that the Minnesota Department of Transportation tweeted out about four hours ago that there are no planned high- highway closures in the metro area this evening. Mm-hmm. But I, as we have experienced this past weekend, those things can change very quickly. Right. So you just want to, if you plan on going anywhere, you want to stay informed and up to date. Yeah. Do you like to do it through Twitter? Do you think that's the best way? Uh, yeah, I like Twitter. And that's how I've been following a lot of news with this stuff. If you want to follow the Minnesota Department of Transportation, it's at M-N-D-O-T. Thanks, Holly. Holly, we'll see you guys. Thanks, We'll see you guys tomorrow. Yep. Job done. Off you go. Think you can only get groceries delivered through Instacart? Actually, you can shop over 900 stores, including Best Buy, Kroger, Sephora, Safeway, Bed Bath & Beyond, Dick's Sporting Goods, and more with fast delivery today. And with Klarna, you'll have more time to pay. So if you need a beret, a fillet, or stuff to play croquet while listening to reggae down by the bay with a divorcee and a toupee, Instacart and Klarna is a better way to shop. Man, I lost it. Download the Instacart app and start shopping. Terms apply.